Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Hello, my sweetest sons, and welcome back to Hachzeik. Our daily Musar Impact Show. We have to day number seventy-nine as we begin chapter fifteen. But Derech Knias Aprishus, we learned over the past couple of chapters what precious is, the different elements of abstinence, good precious, bad precious. Now that we have a better idea of what that is and the general rules and categories, now the Ramchal is going to share with us how to acquire precious. He's going to focus specifically on precious from the more general idea of precious that we've discussed, which is the that of material physical pleasures. Hinei. So what is the best possible way, what's the best way, the most ideal way to acquire this midah of precious of abstinence? For a person to think about and contemplate the grios, the how, how deficient the pleasures of this world are, and how just like base and low they are, in and of themselves, and also the possible negative evil results, terrible results that can come out from them, as we'll see. Because the nature of man that sways us towards these these physical pleasures actually to the point where we have to learn a whole entire chapter of to teach us how to avoid them and control ourselves and separate ourselves from them. Where does it start? With the seduction of the eyes. We're seduced by things that look very shiny and exciting at first. But and 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 this is actually what caused the first sin, right? We see him sukim and gracious by sheishim and gracious with the mice of Adam and Chava. The pasuk says, "The woman saw that the tree was good for eating and that it was a delight for the eyes, and she took of its fruit and ate." So really, every attraction to any material pleasure in this world. Starts with the visual, the the visual, the 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 sight, seeing this thing, and the perception of the person seeing it. Not that it's some real tov and geschmack and good and pleasure of the thing itself, but it's what we perceive, we think, we get we get excited by looking at it. We seduce ourselves through our eyes. It starts with the eyes. But when when you think about this, and it comes clear to you that this. Tov, this good thing, that shiny, exciting object is really totally kozev. It's it's false, fake. Meduma ubeli shum hasmada nechona. It's it's totally it's a, it's a, it's a it's a fantasy. It's an illusion. And there's, there's, it's not gonna hasmada. It's not even it's it's not gonna last at all. It's fleeting. Ve'arabo amiti. However, the the bad, the possible destructive koch uh, that it has is very real. Okarvli v'alvi menubamas. Or the bad is very likely to result in truth from this thing, from this physical physical temptation. If someone thinks about it this way and realizes how fleeting and fake and possibly destructive it is itself, or what it can result in, is surely will be, people become disgusted by it and, and not desire it at all. This is exactly what we need to teach ourselves. We need to train ourselves and our minds to think in this way in order to overcome our temptations and remove ourselves from this, this, this indulging in these physical pleasures. To recognize the, the weakness and the, the shikram, the, the this total shekhar, falsehood, demyonos, fantasy um, that, that, these, that these pleasures have. 
Until automatically, we, we, our, our automatic reaction would be to be disgusted by them. And it won't be difficult for us to, to avoid it and push ourselves away from these things and make sure we don't indulge in them. Hine, as an example, There's one example of physical temptation and pleasure, eating. Really, eating is, is the most, Ramchal says, of all the worldly pleasures, it's the most tangible and, and experienced and, and palpable for us. But is there anything more just like fleeting and short-lived than, than, than eating? How long does the pleasure last? As long as it's in your mouth and down into, through your throat. Once it leaves your throat and goes down to your stomach, it's forgotten forever. You don't still enjoy the taste. You maybe have a memory of what it used to taste like, but what, what, what good does a memory of good taste do for you? And you forget about it as if it never existed. Again, you could think about, oh, I remember tasting something good, but can you really experience the taste even in your mind? No. It's a taste is a physical sensation. Same thing with, the, with being sa- satiated, satisfied, and filling your stomach. It doesn't matter whether you eat barburim avusim, fattened geese. Just as much as if he ate just whole meal bread, you know, whole grain bread, if, if he ate enough to, to satisfy his hunger. So certainly even more so when uh, this, this idea becomes more compelling, when he thinks about the possible sickness that can come to him after having such unhealthy eating habits. Or at least the sluggishness and the heaviness and uncomfortableness that comes after eating a lot. Like I, I could never have uh, the yeshiva lunch back in the day, typically because it was too heavy for me. I would just end up, you know, in bed for seconds later. It's just, it wipes me out. This is why Shabbos afternoon naps are so common, not just Yom Anucha, because chalent is a is one of the greatest sedatives known to man. As well as yeah, the drowsiness. This is what we're referring to the drowsiness that dulls your mind. With all these considerations, a person certainly will not chase after and want this, such an indulgence. Because what you think is really good and desirable about it. It's not really good. We're also raw, but it's it's bad. Possible consequences are truly bad. All worldly pleasures outside of achila itself, same thing applies. If you focus on them somewhat and their nature and what really you're getting out of them, you'll see that even the the illusion of, of goodness and, and and enjoyment and pleasure that you see in them, it's only for a fleeting moment. It's short lived. The but the bad destructiveness, destruction that can result from them, can be harsh and long lasting. To the point that it would, it would make no sense it, it, to anyone, any thinking sensible person wouldn't subject themselves to the possible risk versus reward analysis. It's always, it's always a risk and reward calculation that we make when we make decisions in life, right? If you, if you have this clarity, for the for the paltry benefit of this insignificant good, it's obvious. If you if you do this calculation clearly, and you do a risk benefit analysis, you say, okay, what's the benefit? This is a, this is this is indulgence. It's still yeah, it looks delicious. The steak is just sizzling. The chon is just so juicy. I mean, chon's a bad example because Onik Shabbos is a different story. But to you know the, the deep fried onion rings on a Wednesday night, 
you know, with French fries and like a fat burger with, with onion rings on the burger, right? It looks, it looks delicious, looks great. Wow, time of late night, it looks Gavaldic, right? But think about it for a minute. How long is you gonna enjoy it for? A few minutes as you're eating it, right? And then you're gonna not be enjoying it for a while afterwards, depending on how your, your uh, digestive system works. So, Gavaldic. Gavaldic, the Ramchal is, 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 again, and this, a lot of this sounds very like cliche, like, oh yeah, classic, okay, yeah, just like control yourself, and you know, it's all pleasure is, is worthless. But, but think about this. Think about how he's laying it out for us. He's, he's laying it in a structured way. If you really focus on these ideas and think about them often enough, especially when we find ourselves being tempted by certain taivas, let's say with Achila, for example, you'll see you can train yourself to not just run after indulging these things. Um, there's, this, there's this new uh, phenomenon out there called intermittent fasting. I, I do not, I'm not a licensed dietitian. Do not take any of my advice uh, when it comes to nutrition. Uh, but uh, it's something that I, I mean, I, I have my own version of it. But long story short, it, it, what it essentially means is that you spend uh, many hours of the day not eating and then a certain amount of hours a day eating. And outside of those hours, you don't eat it, just like coffee and water. And I've noticed through, again, my own version of this, um, you can probably message me if you want to hear my version. I've, I found my, my, my desire, my, my stomach gets smaller. So I, I just have generally less, less taiva to eat. But it's, it's, it gets pretty geschmack to, to have that empty stomach for a little while and to let your body just relax and, and, and you don't realize how much we, we, we beat our bodies up by just constantly, you know, pounding ourselves with all this, these, these, these foods that are out there today, especially the, you know, the manufactured products that, uh, um, that may not be the best for our health, health, let's put it that way. Uh, so, so we'll wrap up here for today and tomorrow we will finish up, uh, the, uh, the Ramchal's advice on us how to acquire precious and then we're going to get into uh, the next uh, step in, within each mitha, which is what removes us from acquiring precious uh, and takes away from our ability to be a parish so that we can be as much of a parish as possible as we continue on our journey towards true chassidus in, uh, in the Mitzvah Shem. L'chaim Yidin, have a wonderful day. You have been listening to a shir by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shir, please visit hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.